0: Well, greetings friends and welcome to the Gospel Underground podcast. This is episode 150, The Creator. We are broadcasting live. Well, live for us from the worldwide headquarters of the Gospel Underground here in Blacksburg. I'm joined today by one of my favorite hangs, my main man, Tom, Tom, Tommy Reed. Thomas Reed Monahan is joining us today on the podcast. For a little bit of an extended review-ish because we both like science fiction movies and I figured Tommy's opinion being probably the most film uh, astute brother that I know would, his opinion would be a bit better than mine today. So I invited him on. Tommy, welcome brother to the podcast. Greetings Reed.
1: Um, <laughs> no, it's, oh, I haven't been on the podcast in a while. It's
0: exciting. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Tommy likes to make fun of me sometimes. So if that happens in the podcast, that is normal for us. We like it. Um, I'll but keep, I'll keep the fat jokes. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not fat anymore. Tom I'm down 24 pounds yeah, and, yeah. uh, I'm on, am on the, I'm on the, I'm on the come up. Hey, well, Tommy and I, uh, went to see a movie that unfortunately is not being viewed enough. The box office returns financially here in the US of a, at least have not been great on this film called the creator, right? It's a science fiction, artificial intelligence kind of, um, epic, and we were both looking forward to it and and science fiction is is a genre uh, of writing and stories and films it 's very i love it um, Tommy and I both love it. Um, I feel like science fiction as a whole explores our world beyond itself in other worlds it 's one of the few places left in kind of a materialistic uh, ideology like scientific naturalism where we're all just quantum fluctuations that explores metaphysics or bigger ideas outside of just, you know, making a spaceship go. Uh, they're exploring questions of identity, who and what we are and who is the creator. And uh, certainly when you have a movie entitled that, they did not disappoint. They took up uh, that in their mythology. We have to remember, though, right, Tom, that sometimes I get caught up. I'm reading all these Star Wars books you guys have got me into now. Um you forget that all of this stuff is completely made up um, completely made up now a movie like The Creator is starting to hit the blending of science reality and science fiction because we have chat bots right we have chat gbt or generative AI now so all, so of course we have you know robots that can do everything um in in this movie so. But one of the reasons why I like scientific myth making um, some of it's done for nefarious purposes and has acts to grind. I think of things like uh, the fantasy series Golden Compass, right There are axes to grind against you know say organized religion or or the idea of God, but also exploration of these things in a way that's invitational c s Lewis said it uh, really well um because he he studied uh, you know medieval literature and and world mythology. Uh, and had a really good insight into what he called uh, Christianity as true myth. Now, some people will hear that and think, well, is he saying that the Jesus story is like a Luke Skywalker story, like a mythology? Well, not exactly, but here's what C.S. Lewis said. Now, the story of Christ is simply a true myth, a myth working on us in the same way as others, but with this tremendous difference that it really happened. And one must be content to accept it in the same way, remembering that it is God's myth where the others are men's myths. Uh, For example, the pagan stories of God expressing himself through the mind of poets using images he found there, while Christianity is God expressing himself through what we call real things, real space-time and history. Jesus lived, died, and arose. Therefore, it is true, not in the sense of being a description of God directly that no infinite mind could take in, but in the sense of being the way in which God chooses to appear to our faculties. Uh, So that's C.S. Lewis on True Myth. I do think mythology and myth-making is part of the religious quest to seek out uh, Numata or creator uh, Tom, and uh, this movie did not disappoint. Hey, if you don't mind, give us a general kind of uh, plot summary. This Tommy and I both watched this once. We haven't even you might have watched a YouTube on it or something, but we watched it once. This is a one take uh, podcast. What do you think? Summarize the plot for for our listeners.
1: Yeah, so I've only seen it once. I've watched like
0: one review on it by
1: someone else. Um, so it's a little tough to explain, but the beginning it starts out. The opening sequence is robots like developing, and they're first they're starting out assisting us in like little tasks, like folding your clothes, and then they're moving up to like making our food and surgery, yeah. surgery, and then they move up to like Robocop. Yeah, people like almost lend like lending their likeness to make robots. Yeah, and yeah, in yeah. this universe, the the robots have like a big hole in their in the back of their head, so you but can their see. face.
0: When Tommy says lending their likeness, their face be, is a human face. Yeah, yeah so, your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and then they progress, and the uh the conflict established between the uh, you know a i and the humans is a a nuclear warhead goes off in Los Angeles, said to be sent by the robots, and it destroys kills millions of people i think in yeah. around the western coast of America, so America shuts its borders, cuts off all a i and says we're going to you know go out and find all a i and kill
0: all a i yeah and it 's a little different in the sense it 's not just humans versus a i it 's yeah. Americans versus other humans the rest. who want to partner with AI, mainly in Asia.
1: Yeah, so it's, that's where the conflict mainly takes place because the uh, – the, I think they call it New Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, has taken in the and – The Republic has, of New Asia. Yeah, yeah. Looks like China, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's debatable. <laughs> you know? um, and so they're kind of living in a symbiotic buddy-buddy, you help me, I help you society with the, with the robots. Yeah. yeah. So the Americans make this huge weapon called the Nomad. Which is essentially a—it's uh, a space station within the Earth's atmosphere,
0: like a space weapons platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and it's huge and it's amazing. Um, yeah, so the Americans use that to go target, find the robots, and then Nomad comes in and just drops a big missile on them and blows them all up, essentially. Yeah. And so our main character is Joshua, played by John David Washington. Phenomenal actor. Son of, son of Denzel. Son of
0: Denzel. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah he, dad even said that. He looked across me and he goes, Sounds like Denzel. I was like, Yeah, yeah it's this kid. Yeah. Um, so our main character, Joshua, he's a part of this uh American strike team, essentially. We first see him in the past, so he's with his he's got a wife in New Asia, and he's trying to find this uh, you know, creator of the AI, the creator named Nemada.
0: Yeah, which means creator. creator yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, his wife, it turns out, is the daughter of Namada, so he's like working the long game, trying to get there. But then he actually falls in love with her, and they she's pregnant with a. They're married. Kid. They have
0: yeah. a kid, pregnant. Yeah.
1: And then one night, everything goes south because the robots, because he's the daughter of Namada's with all the robots, and he's mm-hmm. in the robot society and everything. Um, the robots find a U.S. agent that's broken in, and so Joshua, our main character, like goes one on one with them, and he's like, dude. You've you've called me too early. Like I haven't found them all. Blow, my, blow yeah, my cover. Blow my cover. Yeah. And so the, they send the nomad in and just wipe all the robots in the camp out. And we supposedly thought that Joshua's wife had died. Yeah. Long story short, he goes. Joshua goes and works to clean up Los Angeles from the nuclear fallout, pick up waste, and destroy robots in there that are left. And then he gets commissioned by the U.S. Army to go find this. Uh, big super weapon. Nomada's right. apparently got this big, you know... That will take down the Nomad. Yeah, which And you know. the Nomad cost like $10 trillion or whatever and took five years to build. And So he's sent to go find the uh, this weapon. So they assemble a strike team. And, weapon X. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Wolverine. Reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they assemble this strike team, go and find the weapon. Uh, mission goes south really quick because they're trying to break into Nomada's lab. And the robots are like well defended, very capable at what Mm -hmm. they can do. And and their blasters are kind of funny too, because it's essentially AK 47 (laughs) rifles, (laughs) just they shoot (laughs) laser (laughs) laser (laughs) bolts. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It's kind of
0: mixing Star Wars and like, you know, a Vietnam War movie or something. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Joshua, our main character, finds the weapon. Turns out it's a. would you say, seven, six or seven?
0: Yeah, maybe even like five or six. Five or maybe. six,
1: literal little girl, but it's it's got the hole in the back of the head, so it's a robot. But
0: has been uh, raised since a baby. Yeah. Uh, as in a robotic embryo and knit yeah. together, and apparently we found out later, imprinted with the child's, I don't know, imprint, of cognitive Joshua's- imprint of Joshua's baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of his test tube robot yeah. baby. So yeah. Joshua has got information that this kid knows where his wife is. Now, his wife is thought to be dead from that past explosion, but yeah. he, he's got hope. He's like, oh, she's alive. I, I'd give anything to just see her or, like, talk to her for five more seconds. So he takes the child. They go throughout uh, New uh, New Asia. Yeah. yeah. And there's some great Hans Zimmer music in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's essentially – it's kind of – it's it's kind of like they've been doing this a lot recently, like especially in The Mandalorian where like big tough guy gets a little girl or gets a little boy. Was, yeah, Baby Yoda. I've heard of it in The yeah. Last of Us as well. And then they take care of them. And so it's kind of that formula. but done The traveling
0: with a youngster who's yeah. the key to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But a, a little different because their interactions are um, pretty funny because the child is very like has a lot of power. Like it can control. And it's learning rapidly. Yeah, can right. control or shut down any technology in the thing. Yeah, just by thinking. Yeah, yeah pretty scary
0: wirelessly connecting to everything yeah
1: so they go into like big city it's not shanghai but it's yeah something close to it um to find that old u.s american agent that the robots had found and blew joshua's cover originally so now he's been converted he's i think he's married to an ai person or whatever Mm -hmm. um but this is where it kind of gets to like i think good a good sci-fi you know should to see kind of a bit of realism and kind of frighten you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what this movie does really well is they go into this, like, it's almost like a sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. And where just tons of, like, AI bodies are just being printed and they look yeah. just like humans. They're honestly. 3D printing them yeah. in mass. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. There's, there's a lot on the line. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's freaky. Um, So the robots try and get the child back, but the child doesn't want to leave Joshua because Joshua's been nice to the kid. Yeah, they have a bond of some sort, like father-daughter thing. Yeah, and it's kind of cute. And the, the little actress lady, I can't remember her name, but she's phenomenal. She does a great job. Yeah, Madeline Yuna... Vo-
0: Voiles yeah. is her name, I think. Al- yeah, played Alfie, yeah. which Alpha is kind of, you know. Alpha yeah, her, her
1: name is Alpha Omega. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the beginning and the end. Yeah, which yeah, is- which
0: is used for Jesus Christ in the Bible. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So long story short, Joshua, you know, after spending time with these robots, starts to be like, oh, maybe these people aren't like as evil as we used to think. And
0: oh, in fact, the AI robots are perfect. Yeah. They're, because they're, they're utopian goodness.
1: We, yeah. we later. Now, in my personal opinion, I'm an optimist, so <laughs> yeah. they later say in the movie that the, the missile strike on Los Angeles was just a coding error by the humans. So they blew themselves up. So they blew up. themselves the up and then blamed the robots. I think that's just what the robots have been told,
0: Yeah. yeah in yeah. my
1: opinion. That way they can never see themselves as evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so you, but see, Tom's the opposite. I'm more cynical. Yeah. So I think Dad's like that's stupid. They're making the robots the pure goodness yeah. and or the but, evil but, Americans. But there's yeah. there's
1: plenty of examples that they are not pure because yeah, they one one lady's kids got
0: sh- shredded by some robots. Our, or our
1: main protagonist, our antagonist, is this lady from a U.S. strike force um, who has lost two sons in the robot war, and yeah. she talks about. Uh, I'm not going to describe how, but she says one of her sons was taken captive and then uh, essentially like chopped into pieces and tortured for yeah. years yeah. and then yeah. killed. So yeah. that's why she's trying to fight them. Cause so you're right.
0: That maybe the, the utopian goodness of the robots that's a little dubious and maybe a little self yeah. self uh, reinforcing.
1: That's, that's why I could. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So Joshua, eventually, you know, the Americans, they, uh, they, they're tracking Joshua cause of his suit. He's got this like yeah. military suit that he still got on. So they find the uh, child eventually. And there's this big, um, Day fight, which is what this director, Gareth Edwards, I think is his name. He's known for, he's director of Rogue One. So he's really good at doing like daytime action. Which yeah. A lot of people yeah. can't do. Yeah. Where the Americans send in these like huge tanks, which are yeah. crazy. They're
0: awesome. The the tech that the Americans use is pretty techie. Yeah. Which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. And the, the way they have like targeting. But it's just, a little steampunk too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a little like, yeah. Yeah. Old, but really new. Yeah. And the, they have these really cool targeting systems where they'll like highlight you, so there'll be a little blue circle around you, and these robots <laughs> they're really be like running out away because they know they're about to get fried. Yeah. Um, yep. So we get to this, you know, robot like temple for Namada, which is where it kind of lost me. Yeah, the, um, the, yeah, with the, these like robot Buddhist monks or yeah, something.
0: And and they have Buddha they have Buddhist monk robot statues, like they're venerated. And yeah. all this was happening in like decades, right? It's twenty sixty five, I think it's happening. uh
1: yeah, so like forty. So all issues. of a sudden they
0: worship robots o- over there, you yeah. know, along with other I guess avatar. It does make sense to Eastern philosophy a little bit, but it's a little bit much, I think yeah. sociologically that could happen that
1: fast. And we've established prior that if someone's dead you can scan their brain put it on a little chip and stick it into one of the AI people. The and back to, there to has, their
0: bodies briefly to yeah. kinda of interrogate. And you can them.
1: have them for like thirty seconds or yeah. something. They'll be alive. So they And
0: maybe if you catch it early enough, maybe you can resurrect them almost, right? No, like, they like they, they, they to, said they said even a they can. So the so the in, so the ending scene was just a one minute goodbye kiss. Yeah. <laughs> so you know yeah, it jo- too much.
1: joshua finds his his wife in a coma turns out she's alive she lost the baby in the coma um she is namada her father was she namada. Is the, she's the new she's creator. the creator but yeah. they passed it on to her the robots have her in stasis but they don't want to kill her because it's in like their programming that they can't kill their creator yeah so and then she Josh. will be
0: lost to eternity if, if they kill her or something it's kind yeah. of weird quasi-religious so they
1: were like joshua can you can you Unplug or pull the plug, so she can yeah. rest. Go you to know? be go to go to heaven or whatever, yeah. peace, whatever. So Joshua does, but the Americans come and they try and blow everyone up. And and,
0: and let's kind of
1: pause the plot here
0: because the ending, but we won't ruin it completely. Yeah. Or spoil it completely for you. Because Tommy and I want you guys to go to see this movie. Go see it. Spend yes. some money on it. Like, it should be doing better. I, I mean, I'll tell you at the end why it's not doing better, <laughs> in my opinion. But, hey, what do you think technically about the film, uh, technical aspects of the execution of the movie? This is for the movie people out there on the underground. Tom, what do you think about that? You mentioned Zimmer. I thought the soundscape yep. was phenomenal.
1: Yeah. The, first of all, Zimmer's known for creating great environments, not necessarily like motifs. Did
0: he do Dune? The first? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, okay, he's yeah. done
1: Dune and there's still Inception. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Um, so he does really good at creating like good sound environments, and they also that use, represent the beings that are mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, and like the type of societies so we change. Yeah. It's so good. They also use songs from like Radiohead. Yeah. Which yeah. are like yeah, <laughs> like Nir- Nir- Nirvana. Yeah. Oddly kind of, perfect. Yeah. There's there's one song especially where it's like very high tech, but it's very like edgy and unsettling. And yeah. it's when they're about to go fight all the robots. Yeah. So It kind of fits. Um, budget wise, $80 million budget is very impressive for yeah, how good. Very low for what they produce yeah. on
0: individually. visually.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like for example, the latest Little Mermaid was two hundred and sixty-five million dollars.
0: Right. Nobody, nobody saw it. Yeah. I don't think though. <laughs> Which,
1: yeah. if you look, I mean, it's the CGI is very finished. The robots look fluid. The movement yeah. is good. The action is like very kinetic.
0: You, you almost forget that there. Well, there isn't much uh, in terms of like Skywalker Ranch uh, CGI stuff. I mean, there is yeah. obviously there is, but. It doesn't look like it. It looks very gritty, very real. But you said they shot on location a lot, right? Yeah.
1: So the director decided his pitch was, hey, guys, I want to do this story, and I'm going to do it for really cheap. And they were like, how can you do that? So he sent out about four or five-man crews Mm -hmm. to go shoot at 80 different locations. Yeah, yeah. And do here. Okay, I want this shot here, this shot here, this shot here. So less power on less manpower but yeah.
0: less green screen less green I mean, yeah. screen
1: and it there's some shots of like there's this great uh like china mountains with the lake and it just looks well, looks amazing million yeah. dollars it yeah amazing.
0: that one's almost looked like thailand or islands offshore yeah, yeah, or something yeah. I, or like um yeah that was really cool those 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 the visuals are yeah. tremendous so
1: from a technical scale it's it's honestly one of the better movies in the last, like, five years. Yeah, which is I thought, yeah.
0: Wild. Yeah, I agreed. I thought it technically it was really invigorating. And and they had this little uh, feature where almost, like, sep- separated mini chapters of the movie with kind of old um, title screens yeah. of from, like, uh, Groucho Marx yeah. movies or something. So, like,
1: like in, in silent films, they used to do this thing where, like— you can't talk in a silent film, so they'd be like, he's climbing the wall, and it'd be like a cut to a black screen with white text. Yeah, yeah. And so that they'd do that to, like, separate almost, like, first act, third act, second act type yes, stuff yeah but the first one's like the child and the next yeah. one's like the creator or yeah. the mother or yeah. like they do yeah stuff the like. mother yeah, yeah oh wow yeah yeah i thought that was that was
0: alluring it was almost yeah. like captivating like the and i i and tommy knows my thoughts on it i, I get my thoughts too quickly on films probably sometimes during them i'm like <laughs> you know i like Watch it's
1: quiet trying movie. to
0: experience it stop analyzing i'm philosophically engaged too much i think but um yeah i thought i was so captivated amazing and, and for me it was a movie of almost two halves um, the first half, my thoughts were amazing world. I love this idea of the creator. Cause obviously a sentient being knowing it was created is kind of significant, significant for us, whether we know that or not. Um, credible backstory, right. The, you know, that robots are helping everywhere. It's all shiny, heavy people. Moment. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they knew LA. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, and, and the Americans, the U S Americans, of course, are like, nah, we're done with this. Yeah. And so it's very believable. It's like, you know, all of a a sudden you know the creators of this stuff probably or you know one of the strongest purveyors of ai is you know obviously america and china right now um the u.s are like no we're done we're killing all of them yeah. <laughs> right in this nomad thing awesome text great characters right um washington's is named joshua Right, which is Hebrew, you know, for God saves. Mm-hmm. It's also Jesus's name, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty Yeshua, right? Is that's Jesus? Um, so he, there's a savior figure going on, Alpha and Omega for Alfie, the the duo. They're saving whatever world, robot world, or world for all sentient creatures or something. Yeah. And so, love the first half. The second half lost me. But there's a there's a hinge line for me, which uh, was probably the most philosophically interesting of the movie for me um where i think alfie asks her dad basically joshua um you know about heaven or something right she asks
1: like what is heaven what
0: is heaven yeah cuz your mom's in heaven or something or or his wife is in heaven yeah. i think is what he said my wife's in heaven and he said uh, you have to be a good person to go to heaven and then and he he said i'm not a good person and then alfie says what
1: well, he doesn't say I'm not a good person. Well, he implies that. He implies he's not. She, Alfie goes, well, neither of us are going to heaven because you're not a good person. You're not good, and I'm not a person. That's yes.
0: What he says. And that, that to me, I mean, we could talk about that for a long time. What does it mean that he's not good and it's conscious of that? Obviously, man is simple, separated of God. All sin falls short of the glory of God. That There is this kind of beauty and flawedness of human beings. Yeah. Uh, being contrasted with a robot who, again, she didn't claim not to be good because the robots think yeah. they're good, right? They think they're really good. Um, but she says she's not a person. And I know probably one of the times when I whispered in the movie because i believe that it's they're,
1: more like a, <laughs>
0: yeah i'm like oh, come on because philosophically i do think they're non-human persons no. right obviously i believe in god i believe in a triune god i believe in demonic and angelic beings right that i think have personhood and i think you know robots could have personhood now that's controversial i probably need to study that a little bit more they don't have human personhood uh, or or created in the image and likeness of God, right? They're created in the image and likeness of us, all too much probably. So my question about the utopian goodness of robots would be, I don't know, can we make a can we make a perfectly good robot? We don't even know what good is. How are we going to do this? So so I love that line, and I think for me at that point in the movie, I was like in movie heaven. I was like, this is awesome. I just love this, right? And then Tom, the second, <laughs> the second half came where. Well, AI says they didn't really nuke L.A. It was the fault of the bad, bad humans. And it and it kind of, we're just defending ourselves and our freedom, right? We're about freedom. So they want you to cheer. Which yeah. definitely
1: is counteracted, though, because our yes. main our main core of robot people that we follow, um, what's his name? Watanabe's is one of them. Yeah. He's an active phenomenon. Like. Yeah. Ch- chadra Patel, who plays kind of oh. every cop. Yeah. You know? Know. Because they can lend their likeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You definitely see this core group that's like protecting Nemada is like they, they always think they're right. We're protecting. We're being peaceful. We're, and the, we're a little Kumbaya
0: yeah. family doing good. And, and then there's definitely Americans. a couple of
1: us that we noticed that are just like very brutal and very like, no, we're protecting ourselves and we're going to kill all of you protecting ourselves. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which we see in the lab. Cause for, free, sl- for, freedom. for freedom. Yeah. For freedom. Because they slaughter yeah. lots of people. Yeah.
0: And so for me, they it almost started tilting towards – and not as severe – but it almost tilted toward Avatar vibes or Dancing with Wolves, right? Which which is basically Avatar before Avatar. Dancing with Wolves is much better. Right? Much okay. So so we're evil USA um, and and the good robots in Ch- and China c- collaborating to be the good people resisting the marauding technological destructive yeah. Americans. And I don't know that. Then it starts to drag on me. And then the robots and religion stuff. Yeah, like, they
1: they try and introduce like a lot of like. "Quote unquote high concept." Yes, stuff. quickly though. Yeah, and
0: and you got no backstories. Like, oh, there's just robot statues in, yeah. t-
1: in the temple now. It's like it makes no sense.
0: Um, we, in the weird family vibes. I mean, I I get they have to make us think why Joshua is going to turn his back on the U.S. America and j- side with the robot utopians. You know, and yeah. East, you know, so that was just weird. So they had to do this weird family vibe. Like, hey, t- I'm going to take down the whole U.S who he was fighting for, undercover no. for, lost limbs
1: for, right? Yeah, but he's very cynical after his wife dies. And he's like even yeah, he's, they, yeah, the only they reason bl- they bring him back on yes. to the team is because they're like, Oh, your wife's alive. Yes. Which is his only reason. He was pissed off that. the USA already.
0: You're yeah. right. But but the impetus for it all yeah, that to is change that. is he's like a robot daddy now. Yeah. And I don't know. The wife gets resurrected. No, uh, they
1: they put her brain. Her, they scan her brain and put it in a chip, and it, they, and they yes. reunite for the last second that had been alluded to earlier in the film. Yes,
0: but Alfie tries to do it and fails. Like yeah. the the yeah. the uh, robot savior baby tries to resurrect Mama with putting the chip in her head yeah. to see Mama come back, and and they deny yeah. Alfie. She yeah. cries and you know loses Mama, but. I guess the program takes a little time to boot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so resurrected my <laughs> wife gets booted up later. And then just in time for, you know, Joshua's going to blow up the space station, you come in just in time for a, for yeah. a kiss. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. So, which, which for me was not as ridiculous as it was for Dad. It was just funny because because <laughs> they had done the groundwork earlier
0: that it could have a minute of th- life. They've established
1: to, yeah. this character of Joshua who would would have given his anything to see her again.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And may- maybe Tom, maybe she was a really good kisser. <laughs> Jemma uh, Chan plays his wife, by the
1: way, and she does great Yes, yes, yes. And, yes. and
0: so her, her name as well, right? Obviously, Numada's uh, d- daughter is named Maya, right? And Maya uh, is kind of a concept from Eastern religion. I don't know if you knew this, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, it means illusion or magic. In other words, uh, one online definition, the inferior energy of the Lord, material nature, right? So there's in eastern philosophy spirit is real some you know hinduism brahman right the the oneness of all things is real the material nature is illusion it's not real it's enchanting um in a and we're in a state of forgetfulness and so the fact that she's the creator of the robots, yeah. which aren't real persons—at least in this world—I think they could be persons, perhaps. But uh, it's kind of interesting that she's the one that's kind of the new creator. But the new creator is a creating of a, an illusory kind of reality. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. So the good for me, um, you, you go ahead first.
1: What what did you love about it? Um, I personally love it's it's very much what the director wanted, which is which I feel like we don't get a lot. It's more sequels, IPs, spinoffs. How do cor- we?
0: Because we got to make money and
1: corporate things. And he's and he's not going to make. They're not going to make money. And he's, cor- and- and he's, and he's not going to make, make money. He. You could tell he really cared about it. Yeah, we um, care about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's an original sci-fi. It's an interesting script. Yeah, it's got a lot of. I mean, good performances. Yeah um action's fantastic visuals are great like i said i mean
0: way different del toro is a way different movie but the first pacific rim i yeah. thought this is unique this is different sci-fi mm-hmm. this isn't just the rehashing I mean, obviously that's more of a re- yeah. robots and monsters fighting each other than this movie it's yeah. more philosophical but yeah
1: and uh soundtrack great score yeah. great but, Have you been listening to it? Yeah. yeah. I, knew, I was right? listening to it before I watched the movie. That's, yeah. why, that's <laughs> why I, in fact, you're like, oh, dad, you're, you're immersed <laughs> in the world. I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I love yeah. I thought world
0: creation, the tech and natural world blending in, in Southeast Asian villages and robots was just brilliant. And, and so, I, uh, I
1: really appreciate how it, it, it kind of does creep you out a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, yeah. this is not good.
0: Yeah. If there's ever a sentient AI or generalized AI, super AI God, Printing soldiers to kill us all. It's, you know, obviously well tro- <laughs> trod territory yeah. with Skynet and et cetera, et al. Um, I love the sound engineering as well. The on location looked amazing. Uh, didn't look like a bunch of green screen unbelievability. It looked very believable. And I thought, for me, one of the strengths is that it was very philosophically, theologically interesting, yeah. right? Goodness and personhood. Man, We that's something we ought to talk about more. Uh, uh, you know, if you guys could talk about that at the high school, what is goodness, truth, and beauty, and what is personhood, and why does that matter? Um, I think great. Robots encode, right? In a world of good and bad, it uh, makes us think about, well, what are we encoding? Um, yeah. can, do we have the ability— to create our uh, which uh, one robotics professor I think at Carnegie Mellon named Han, he might be at Hopkins named Hans Moravec he said we we should fulfill evolution and create our mind children and let them kill us or whatever <laughs> are we capable of making better right um, when the human condition is so good and so flawed at the same time and obviously the Book of Ecclesiastes remember your Creator in the days of you, of your youth before the days of evil come. I mean, I, I think of that obviously as being spoken to people, right. When you're young, don't forget God, which young people can do. Um, cause when you get old and you know, then what are you standing on? But I think even in terms of human beings as a, as a, as a community and as a long history, uh, when we forget God, there are days of evil that can come. And, uh, yeah, there's a little bit spooky with uh, this kind of AI robot stuff that, uh, yeah, it's nice. They change the baby, take out the trash. With, you know, when they all start doing the nuke, nuke, yeah. the nuke in L.A. and there's no fridge to jump in like <laughs> Indiana Jones, who might be in trouble. Any final thoughts, Tom, as we uh, close out the podcast?
1: Um, Highly recommend it. Please go see it because this is like... personally i've been wanting like more original movies and then if we don't support an original movie like this it's just gonna show that oh people don't want that and then it's back to the more sludge that we're yes so as a film person yes
0: oh and here's why it doesn't make money guys you literally have a cooperation between ai robots and china beating america destroying (laughs) america you know, Tom. that, for some folks at least, will make them want to go see Top Gun Maverick again, which did make a lot of money. Uh, but, yes, that is that is the uh, premise that the, the Chinese AI utopian robot world is going to destroy evil, marauding, nomad-wielding America. Tom, thanks for joining me today. No problem. The Gospel Underground Podcast produced a partnership with the Bonhoeffer House. Review us on iTunes. Five stars are acceptable. Send your comments, feedback philosophical reflections about AI and sentient beings and personhood. Maybe they can't be persons. Send that to us at info at gospelunderground.org. We are dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture. Tom, thanks for joining me, man. You're a good podcast guest. We're having you on again. Start
1: my own movie podcast. Tom at
0: the movies. I'll produce it for you, brother. Peace.